Greetings, everyone. This is the Sound Health Options Show with Richard Talk to Me Guy, and Sherry Edwards is coding like crazy. Today we have a a great guest, Phil Safier. The he's an expert on colloidal silver and other health products and benefits and style lifestyles. I think I will call that. I have a couple of announcements that relate directly to this show. A couple of the reasons why I thought it would be a great day to talk to Phil about colloidal silver. One of them, and I'll, I'll be brief on these and then I'll post them in the show notes. Uh, the article title is California residents break out in bizarre rashes and bumps after forest fires burn. So this is talking about the toxicity of the air. They're talking kind of not, not directly photo focused on the fire retardant, they're also talking about what happens when you burn poison oak or ivy or sumac, which all grow in Northern California, and some of those kinds of things that can occur in people who might go into, you know, have severe allergies, particularly because you're having stuff like that that's airborne, along with everything else that's melting and burning. So it's quite an airborne uh, toxic time, uh, particularly up here. I'm about 90 miles south of somewhere around. I think it's not quite 200,000 acres now that have burned and another 1,000 homes. So the air quality is not good. So I wanted to talk definitely about particular use of colloidal silver. And the other one, not directly related to – absolutely not related to California, is an article that's titled Texas Winds Are Spreading Airborne Superbugs. Now this is particularly about an article in Texas – but this is happening everywhere, as far as I'm concerned, in that you have people spraying stuff on plants. There's that. Then you have something called a blow-by, which occurs in fracking because they aerate the water, which means they blow it. They is a very fancy term. Aeration is a very fancy term often for blowing it into the air like a fountain and letting air mix in, which stimulates the bacteria but also because you are blowing it into the air, which they also do in the water purification or sanitation industry oftentimes. They blow it into the air. That means as the air passes through it, it's blowing stuff around. So you're getting whatever is in that water, fracking, wastewater, you know, any of those. So this particular article is talking about pathogens that are getting into the air by means of, you know, blow-by in Texas. Now, I live not far from a water reclamation plant, and they do some blow-by there, or they don't do blow-by. They blow air into the wa- water into the air. Air goes through that, blows it around. Yikes. So this all leads us to why I want to talk to Phil here about colloidal silver. But first, we have a short ad by our sponsor. Have you had enough? Our civil and health rights are being ignored at every turn. More than ever, alternative health care services are needed. Please accept our invitation to be a part of the renovation of health care in America. Guardian Party members receive free software, free online classes, free monthly newsletter, free forum access. For more about Health for the People, by the People, visit us at www.guardiansofthepeople.com. 
Joseph Heurer attended the University of California, Berkeley in its heyday, 1964, then San Francisco State in 65. Both the wrong place to get an academic education when the best one was happening outside the classrooms. He dropped out of formal schooling to support his young family. Starting in 1972, for over 30 years, he's worked for himself, first as a foreign car repair mechanic and shop owner. After around 12 years of working around solvents, he found himself somewhat debilitated by low energy, depression, and anxiety. So he sold his business and began to look for ways to get his energy, creativity, and drive back. This search led Phil down a wonderful path about learning his body and mind, finding solutions, experimenting, and culling his knowledge into simple ideas that he could share with others. He used what he learned to stay fit, active, and very healthy without pharmaceutical medicines. Phil loves sharing his knowledge with people who want to regain control of their lives. He created some of the first self-help websites in the 90s before the visual browsers. Alexa.com continues to provide a great resource for high-quality information and products. Phil joins us today to talk about his vast years of research and results on a myriad of uses of colloidal silver. Welcome, Phil. Let's start with the basics. What is colloidal silver? We hear a lot of, you know, we hear a tremendous amount about it, but what is is it actually? Okay, so at the basic level, we're talking about nanometer-sized ions or particles, if you like, charged particles, positively charged particles, essentially the size of an atom of silver suspended in pure distilled water. So a colloid essentially means a suspension. So milk is a colloid, it's particles in water. Uh, And so colloidal silver is a suspension of silver particles of varying sizes and these particles these ions that have a positive charge have an effect on microorganisms it kills uh, microorganisms meaning bacteria viruses and fungi and the way that it kills them is kind of not really understood completely. There's different ideas uh, about how there's a, uh, some, some say that it disables an enzyme and essentially these microorganisms will uh, suffocate because they can't breathe uh, in whatever way that they breathe. So there's a number of different ideas about it. There's a lot of research and a lot of different uh, theories about the actual mechanism, but essentially Silver kills most microorganisms, so it's a it's a full spectrum antimicrobial, and it works uh, where wherever it comes into contact with these microorganisms. So you can drink it, and where when it gets into the body and and contacts these critters, uh, it it disables them, it kills them. Uh, if you spray it on your skin. Uh, it, it kills, you know, disables them there. So it stops infections. It promotes healing. Um, 
actually, uh, because of its electrical properties, because it conducts electricity, it speeds the healing of wounds and any kind of uh, problem with tissue. So it has a number of ways that it works. It's not just about killing microorganisms, uh, but it, it works in various ways. So um, this, this solution, this colloidal silver, comes in various strengths measured in parts per million. Uh, and uh, typically, if you go into the store and you buy a bottle of colloidal silver, generally, it's around 10 parts per million. And then there's other versions of it that can be a lot stronger. Uh, and that kind of opens up the whole discussion about the strength and is is stronger better and we can get into that at some point also but uh, generally speaking 10 a 10 part per million solution is very effective uh, one of the advantages of a 10 part per million solution is that when you keep it at that strength that's 10 parts per million of silver to water the particle size remains small and having this the small size this nanoparticle size you know with, with each particle or ion each charged particle of around one nanometer essentially the size of the silver atom itself uh, number one it can travel throughout the body and get to various places it has a very uh, large surface area. The smaller the particles, the more surface area you have. Uh, and the other advantage is that you, you don't get a buildup in the body of these the silver particles. The, the can excrete it, can get rid of it. So you don't have a, any buildup. And therefore, this question of turning blue or argyria uh, this this condition doesn't happen uh, when you're using properly made colloidal silver, again, which has this nanoparticle size. So um, I think that that kind of covers the basic concepts. There's there's other uh, concepts of, uh, about whether ions work better than uncharged particles. Again, an ion is a positively charged particle down at the nanometer size. Uh, and then there, there's some people who claim that, that ions, this so-called ionic form of colloidal silver is not as effective as the particulate form, the uncharged uh, state. Uh, that they call true colloidal silver. But the research actually shows that the ions kill microorganisms and uncharged silver particles, or what they're calling particulate silver, or true colloidal silver, does not kill microorganisms. And there's, there's objective research that we cite at our website at elixir.com um, that, that shows exactly how this works. And it shows the research from Rice University that ions, not uncharged particles, uh, make silver toxic to bacteria. Uh, 
Uh, so that's that's another. There's so many aspects of of colloidal silver and so much debate and a lot of misinformation about it. But um, the the fact is that it works. We know that it works. Um, I, I know personally that it works. I know many many instances and ways that it works externally and internally. Um, it's it's really kind of a go-to. Uh, solution for a lot of problems. It's not necessarily a panacea. It doesn't cure everything. Uh, I wouldn't make a lot of claims about it for particular conditions or diseases, but it definitely helps the immune system. It reduces the viral load, the load of pathogens and microbes, and it helps the uh, immune system work. So it, it's really the thing to, to use which gets into how it's used. Uh, one can, can use colloidal silver on an as-needed basis, meaning if you have something going on, you would use colloidal silver. But many people, including myself, use it on a daily basis preventatively uh, and sort of keep a, a load of silver in the body. Uh, so the way that I use it and the way that I recommend using it is uh, after brushing, flossing and brushing at night, I take a mouthful, not a huge mouthful, but, you know, an ounce or so uh, of the colloidal silver, again, 10 part per million colloidal silver, and take enough that I can swish it around uh, my gums. It, it, you know, kills the bacteria that cause gum disease and it kills the bacteria that cause tooth decay. And I hold that in my mouth for a few minutes, um, number one, to get into the tissue and then also gets, it gets absorbed through the tissue and gets into the bloodstream in that way. And then I swallow that. And uh, the advantage of this, again, is oral hygiene, obviously, but uh, it also has uh, some interesting benefits in terms of uh, the gut uh, it is because um, ulcers and things like this have been uh, associated with uh, bacteria from the mouth, as well as some heart conditions. So um, I feel that, that by doing this, uh, you know, I'm, I'm helping to prevent ulcers, which I don't have. Uh, and uh, heart conditions also, uh, but mainly the the idea is to to use it for oral hygiene, uh, and you can use it as really as much as you like. Um, there's there's no particular upper limit to using colloidal silver as long as it's properly made. So again, this is the idea that keeping it at around ten parts per million and keeping the particle size uh, small means that you can take lots of it and you don't have to worry about um, it destroying your good bacteria in your gut. It really doesn't get down that far uh, and it won't build up in your body and, and turn you into a, a smurf. <laughs> and just and while wait, I'm on, I want to jump in for, I want to jump in for a second and ask yeah. you a question about having, having met a blue man. Uh -huh. I'm wondering about 
is that because he was taking not not massive well it might be a combination of quantity was it the quality yeah. of the colloidal uh, uh, actually yeah. sorry you and i who knew, knew who blue man is but for the audience mm-hmm. there's actually a guy mm-hmm. that i mean there are probably more than one but i used to belong to i belong mm-hmm. to an organization where we'd go and every month we'd see the guy and he'd come in and he was blue i mean he was blue he was smurf yeah. blue and it was always like yeah. oh my god you're smurf blue and he explained that he took a lot of colloidal silver was it because it wasn't right. directly because of the colloidal silver? Was it because of the particulate level? Do you think, or what is that? You mentioned the well, condition name. There, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The argyria uh, again would mean that there's a, a buildup of particles, and essentially, when enough of them are in the skin, uh, silver reacts to light and will turn black. So that's that's what uh, what you're seeing there, and again, this would be the result of of taking obviously massive quantities, drinking a, a lot of poorly made colloidal silver that has large particle size that the body can't get rid of. Now, the actual number of people who've ever had argyria is extremely small. I'd be surprised if there's been even ten of them ever reported. And this is an important because if this were actually a real problem at this point with the hundreds of thousands of people, maybe even millions of people who use colloidal silver on a regular basis, we would be seeing a lot of blue people if this were (laughs) a real problem. So, I mean, just empirically speaking, you know, if again, if this were a real issue, we would see a lot of blue people. I've been using colloidal silver daily for over 20 years now, and I'm not blue. I don't show any signs of argyria. Again, I'm not taking massive amounts of colloidal silver on a daily basis. I would say that, you know, I use maybe an ounce a day, uh, but there are times when I use a lot more. Um, and I'm not afraid to do that. Um, so, f- for instance, um, you know, I can mention uh, some of the other uses of colloidal silver. There's obviously there's taking it orally, uh, which is useful, but there's also uh, snorting it or using a, a neti pot or something like that to irrigate the sinuses, which is very uh, uh, effective for, uh, you know, any kind of respiratory problem where you have a cold or allergies, uh, just getting it up in the sinuses is a good thing to do. And it's it's a real good thing to do preventatively uh, before you go on an airplane or something like that to get colloidal silver up in your nose. Um, and uh, it, at the first sign of a cold, you know, it's, I, I can you know tell when I'm starting to get something going on. I can feel it sort of in the back of my throat back there. Um, so I'll you know start snorting the colloidal silver. You can put it in a spray bottle, anything like that, um, neti pot, or even just put some in your hand and, and snort it. It's a little you know it's like snorting water. Uh, the silver itself doesn't sting or anything like that, but just getting water up there is, is a bit unpleasant. But that's a good thing to do is just to, to kill anything there um, uh, before it has a chance to really start colonizing. Um, 
and even uh, getting it in your ears, putting colloidal silver in your ears, letting it get down in there is, is a good idea. And um, there's also some evidence that uh, hydrogen peroxide is also a good thing to put in the ears. I've had some interesting results with just taking uh, 3% hydrogen peroxide and putting a few drops in the ear. You tilt your head and let the hydrogen peroxide kind of bubble away in there. So colloidal silver works well for that. Uh, the other way to, to use colloidal silver is in a nebulizer, uh, an ultrasonic nebulizer, not a, not a heating nebulizer, but one that works on uh, vibration, ultrasonic vibration, uh, by putting the colloidal silver straight, again, 10 part per million, something in that range, uh, into a nebulizer, which creates kind of a fog that you can inhale, that's a very effective way of getting colloidal silver into the lungs. And getting it into the lungs uh, obviously will, will help with any sort of infective process in the lungs. It's also very helpful for uh, allergens, uh, pollen, uh, smoke, all these kinds of things that irritate the lungs. Uh, that will, will respond real well to breathing it in with a nebulizer. And again, one can do this, you know, could take five, ten breaths of this, and, and immediately you'll see a, a big difference in uh, the amount of sneezing and coughing and, and just in general. You, you, it's very quick. I mean, it acts right away. I, uh, I want to jump in there for yeah. just a moment because... Uh, I'm in California, where we're having an amazing amount of fires, 17 wildfires currently. And as soon as this started, I have an ultrasonic nebulizer. And I and actually two of the, I have two headlines. One is California residents break out in bizarre rashes and bumps after, after forest fires burn. And another one is Texas winds are spreading airborne superbugs. Not just Texas, that's actually... A, a nationwide issue as well. Not that just happens to be the article. I'll put those both in the chat for people to look at. Uh, but I want to refer to those because right before the show, about a half hour before the show, I put some colloidal silver in my nebulizer. I did that for just about not even five minutes. I just stood and inhaled the fine mist. It's a very fine, cool mist. I breathed it into my nose. I then breathed it into my lungs, and. I noticed within a few minutes that my passages are clearer, they feel clearer and less inflamed, and I live within 90 miles of the really huge fire, the car fire, which is now over 100,000 acres. So it's not just mm -hmm. the smoke, it's what's in the smoke. If we think about having been through, I again live in the part of mm -hmm. California where last year or earlier this year, about 500 homes about half an hour 45 minutes from here burned so it's not just the smoke it's the fire retardant yeah. it's imagine everything that's being vaporized in the fire yeah. you know everything that's yeah. on the ground i mean from just everything so i started doing yeah. it immediately and it made an amazing difference i'm here to testify yeah. it is great yeah. that's really one of the reasons yeah. i wanted to talk to you about this because i just think yeah. the nebulizer is such a sleeper, great way to deliver it into the system. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and and you can nebulize other things too. So uh, it's not just just silver, but silver is uh, amazing when you nebulize it. Um, also, spraying it in the eyes, just taking a spray bottle, and uh, again spraying the straight 
10 part per million colloidal silver right directly in your eyes uh, is, is really a fantastic thing to do. We're, we're also, uh, I'm in Albuquerque and uh, we've got uh, haze in the air from various fires that are going around in uh, New Mexico and Colorado. I think there may be stuff coming up from Arizona. Um, and so we're, we're feeling the effects of that. So, you know, I several times a day will spray colloidal silver in my eyes when I start to feel the irritation. Uh, and, uh, you know, and again, any kind of eye problem, get colloidal silver in there right away and, and do it again as frequently as you feel is uh, needed. Uh, so, uh, yeah, colloidal silver is, is one of the most amazing uh, remedies to have around. Uh, also, um, for uh, sanitizing uh, food, you know, if you're concerned about stuff that may be on or in your food, you can always use colloidal silver to, to bathe it, um, and, and that's a, another a good thing to use. You can spray it on your counters to sanitize your counters. So on and on and on. Uh, I want to I want to mention again uh, another couple of applications of the nebulizer is that now also there are some articles coming out not just related to the superbugs and this is also part of the superbugs in the air is that uh, they're looking at research on at sewage reclamation plants. Oftentimes they blow the water up into the air to aerate it. It's part of the sanitation yeah. process, it's oxygenating the yeah. water. Well, you're blowing waste up into the air and everything that yeah. we've ever eaten is in that waste and it's being blown into the air and now they're finding out that areas around those sewage reclamation plants are having issues. So once again, nebulizing. Yeah. And then I'll, a, a personal experience, uh, I have a friend, an older friend who has COPD, and I, for the longest time, tried to get her to try, you know, using the nebulizer with the colloidal silver. And finally she did. I made her the colloidal silver and I gave her, got her a nebulizer. And once she did, she called me the next day almost in tears because she was just surprised at how much easier it was for her to sleep through the night just by doing a couple of rounds before she went to bed. I mean, I just think the nebulizer is, I, I don't want to keep going back to it, but it's yeah. such a, yeah. it's so yeah. powerful. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, and there are even small battery-operated nebulizers are a little bit pricey. They're around $100, but they're small enough that you can travel with them. The battery-operated, um, I have a neat little gizmo is also uh, very small and, and uh, puts out a very fine mist and you can put colloidal silver in it. Uh, it adds hydrogen to it. Anyway, yeah, there's, there's tons of ways to do it. Um, one thing I wanted to mention also, uh, there's a, a question about how far the colloidal silver goes because when you drink it, uh, it it goes into the stomach, obviously, and there's stomach acid there, and then there's a reaction. So you're going to get, you know, because it's hydrochloric acid, you're going to get silver chloride and things like this. So uh, a lot of people say, well, colloidal silver really won't go very far. And so, for instance, if you had a, a problem with your kidneys or uh, your bladder or something like that, you can't really get it down there. So um, 
there's a, a trick that I like to tell people about that's, that's really a very effective way to use colloidal silver to get it farther down. And that is uh, to neutralize the stomach acid first. So uh, on an empty stomach, first thing in the morning, uh, you would take, say, a half teaspoon or so of baking soda, put it in some water, mix that up, and drink that. And that will neutralize the stomach acid, which you can tell because it'll make you burp. And so after you know, waiting five or ten minutes for that reaction to take place, then you would drink, uh, say, eight ounces or 16 ounces of colloidal silver, huh. and it will get down all the way to the bladder. And it, uh, in my experience and the experience of a number of other people that I've spoken with personally, uh, this does work. So uh, that's that's a helpful trick, really, to know about is is that that you can use it in this fashion. That's great. I didn't even know about that. Yeah. That's excellent because I know a yeah. number of people who will ask about bladder infections or bladder yeah. issues or yeah. irritations. Yeah. So that's great that yeah. you can get down that low using that. That's a great workaround. Yeah. I mean, you could go the other way and, and use a catheter, obviously, and squirt it in there, which is even a better way, but most people are not going to do that uh, for various reasons. But if anybody has a is is already catheterized and they've got issues with the infections and stuff and keeping that clean, colloidal silver is a terrific thing. And and uh, you know a lot of times the the bladder will get colonized and antibiotics no longer work. Uh, they only work partially, and so people are you know have tremendous problems with this. But but colloidal silver will deal with this stuff. So uh, again, it should be kind of the the first thing that people try is uh, would be colloidal silver. And yeah. and uh, I have I have a comment and then a question. Is that I think I was first exposed to colloidal silver. I don't know that it was colloidal silver, but I as a chef had some bad burns. And I remember once mm -hmm. they wrapped my arm in gauze that had been treated. Yeah. They called it something special because it probably cost like $90 a yard. Um, yeah. But it was silverized or some, there's some wound silver. Silverdine. Oh, is that it? Silverdine? Yes. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it really did make a difference in the healing because wounds are so hard. Burns are so hard to heal because yeah. they have to stay clean and pathogen free yeah. while the tissue tries to heal. Yeah, yeah, that's I'm glad that you raised that because uh, colloidal silver uh is is very good for burns. Um I myself uh, found that out uh by uh, getting burned badly by a soldering iron and fortunately I had a I had, yeah, it was, it was quite a quite a burn, very painful. And fortunately I had a, a about a you know gallon of colloidal silver sitting around, and I was able to just push my put my hand right in the colloidal silver, and, and it took the pain away right away. And I, I kept it in there for probably ten or fifteen minutes, and when I took it out, there was no pain, and it it healed very quickly. And uh, recently, my daughter uh, spilled I think it was boiling spaghetti sauce on her hand and uh yeah. did the same thing and and uh her you know hand healed very quickly the pain went away and healed very quickly and, and no major scarring or anything like that so yeah colloidal silver again uh, you know is has these properties of 
electrical conductivity that speeds up healing uh, in, in many, many ways. So it, it's definitely useful for burns, for um, insect bites. Uh, anytime you have a cut or any kind of a wound, you want to get colloidal silver on there. Uh, a, a lot of people will make an ointment. Uh, we, we sell a, a kit for making ointment that uses polymers. There's various ways to do that. Um, but uh, making an ointment with colloidal silver has the advantage of keeping the silver in contact longer than just spraying it on. So you know, spraying it on directly works, but then once it dries out, it tends to go away. But for instance, uh, Curad makes bandages with silver in them. Uh, and they, they found that uh, these bandages reduce the growth, growth of uh, staph and E. coli and Pseudomonas and a number of organisms. Interesting that Samsung actually makes a washing machine that injects silver ions to control uh, odor-causing bacteria. Wow. And you can spray colloidal, yeah, you can spray colloidal silver in your shoes to uh, stop the odor in shoes. It's also obviously good for uh, athlete's foot, any kind of fungus, uh, dandruff. Um, a number of things respond well. Anything fungal will, will respond well to uh, colloidal silver. Uh, and so, for instance, like with toenail fungus, which is very difficult to treat, uh, you can actually soak uh, your toes, you know, make enough colloidal silver uh, to to submerge your toes in it, um, and then you could even uh, wet cotton balls at night and then do that trick with it. The only problem with that is that it's something that you have to uh, do on a fairly religious basis for for some time, for you know, a month or so before you really are going to see much uh, benefit from it, but but it does work. Um, so uh, I, that you know brings up the idea of, of another way to to do this, which is to get methylene blue from the pet store. And that you know methylene blue is a whole other amazing topic that I encourage people to look up and see the the amazing benefits of methylene blue, but. If you go to the pet store uh, where they sell supplies for aquariums, uh, you get a bottle of methylene blue, and you can essentially take that. It's like a 2% solution, and, and you paint your uh, nails and around your nails with the methylene blue, and then you take red light. You can take just a red laser pointer or any source of red light and irradiate the the that those areas for you know a few minutes say five minutes something like that and that actually will will kill toenail fungus and it's something that podiatrists are are doing they're charging quite a bit of money for this treatment but they maintain that it's a one shot for toenail fungus which is a problem but the methylene blue is because it's antifungal Again, I don't want to get too far off into the methylene blue tangent, <laughs> but but the idea is that that as an antifungal, it's been shown research shows that methylene blue is actually effective for dementia, both uh, preventatively and as a treatment for dementia, 
because uh, as a theory, one uh, theory goes, uh, dementia is the result of a plaque buildup, a tau protein buildup in the brain that's caused by fungus working on sugar. So methylene blue will actually penetrate the blood-brain barrier and, and get in there and kill these fungi that, that are involved with this. And um, it's also used as a nootropic. And methylene blue is an antidepressant. It's an MAO inhibitor, on and on and on. So uh, that's that. Um, okay, so, so also, now wait. I'll oh, go ahead. I, then I have a question. Go ahead. Well, I was going to go into the um, the reasons for making your own colloidal silver. Well, that, but if you that, got a question, that, no, then, well, uh, my question leads right to there. Phil Elixir.com does sell a colloidal mm -hmm. silver generator, and what I want everybody right. to know about is, as we talk about these things like soaking your feet, or you happen to have a gallon by by nearby so you right. can soak your burned hand in there, or that is once you right. start making your own colloidal silver it's amazing how much more liberal you can become in your usage. So talk to us exactly. about that, the cost effective, yeah. the reason that you right. want to make your own. I'm not here pitching Alexa yeah. or Phil, but I'm a huge <laughs> right. fan of making your own because once you do, it's right. life-changing because then it's, you just right. do it, pour it around, do whatever you yeah. want. It's amazing. Go ahead. Yeah. You're exactly right. So the, by making your own, number one, you're reducing the cost of an ounce of colloidal silver uh, from, you know, a dollar, two dollars an ounce. It depends, you know, where you buy it, but you can spend quite a bit of money buying pre-made colloidal silver that in my opinion is no better than what you can make yourself for more like 10 cents an ounce. Uh, and again, that's the idea is that when it, it, when you're not gasping it at the amount of money that you're putting into your into your mouth, you are going to tend to use it more. And with colloidal silver, more is better. Um, and, uh, you know, when in doubt, use more of it. So, yeah, so the idea is to make your own. Now, there's, there's a number of ways to make colloidal silver. There's, uh, and generally speaking, most of the generators that people sell for home brewers of, of colloidal silver, and it's really very easy to make, most of them use what is called the low voltage method, meaning that you could take a nine volt battery, and the simplest version is you could take a nine volt battery and any power source, uh, generally speaking from like nine volts up to say around 30 volts, um, and you can connect uh, some wires to that to a battery or to several batteries in series uh, and connect it up to some silver wire. And you actually only need one silver wire um, and then the other the other end uh, can can be in anything else that's conductive. Stick that into into a glass of distilled water. and after a while you'll you'll start to see this reaction and you can actually see, um, sort of a, a cloud coming off of uh, the positive electrode. Uh, and that's a crude way to make colloidal silver, and it will work. That's Even though that's, that's not the best kind of colloidal silver, in an emergency, that will work. And 
bad colloidal silver is better than no colloidal silver at all. Again, I, I would say, you know, don't use that on a regular basis, but in an emergency, um, that that would be a, a very good thing to do. If you had food poisoning or something like that, and you didn't have a, a source of really good colloidal silver, if you could find a a silver coin or a, a piece of silverware that had silver, you could make uh, an antimicrobial solution that would work. So at any rate, that's at, at one end of it, it's, it's a very simple process. But um, then when you get into a more sophisticated colloidal silver generator, like the ones that we sell at, at Elixir, uh, then you're getting... Uh, another level of quality in the silver. Number one, uh, a good colloidal silver generator will limit the amount of current flow between the silver rods. And keeping the, the current low will keep the particle size small. So uh, it takes longer to make because you're using less current. But when you limit the current like this, you're keeping the particle size very small. And again, we've gone over the reason for small particles, but there's actually a test for particle size, and you don't have to have a scanning electron microscope to do this. Properly made 10 part per million colloidal silver, number one, will have no color. It'll be clear, for, you know, maybe a slight slight yellow tint, but not not noticeably. You have to really kind of look for this. And the most important test is that you can leave it in the light and it will stay clear. It won't get dark. This is the actual test for nanoparticle size. If you want to check and see whether your colloidal silver has small particles and isn't full of large particles, number one, it should be clear. And number two, you can take a clear glass jar and, and let it sit in light and it will stay clear. Uh, and it'll stay and it'll stay good for years and years. It will not degrade. I've I've made gallons of colloidal silver that I have in large, clear glass jars, gallon-sized jars, sitting in my garage that is not totally dark, and it's plenty of light, and um, it, I've had stuff in there for four or five years that is still clear, and when you test it, uh, we use a, a continuity tester, which we include with our generators, uh, when you test it, it, it retains its strength. You can, in years later, it'll still measure essentially the same parts per million as when you made it. So um, uh, that's that's the idea on brewing your own. Is that it, it's very simple. Ours, uh, our Sylvanic generator is totally automatic. Uh, you just turn it on, uh, put the put it on top of a jar, the 16 ounce jar of, of distilled water, any kind of glass container, and forget about it. And when it reaches the right strength, it shuts itself off. And it's not a timer. It's actually measuring the electrical continuity. So when you start out with distilled water should read zero. There's no distilled water will not conduct electricity, or it's very hard for it to conduct electricity because there's nothing in the water. 
And again, we're talking about distilled water, not mineral water, not filtered water, not reverse osmosis water. We're talking about distilled water that has absolutely nothing in it. And uh, if you measure it, it'll measure zero. And then at the end of the process, the device will shut itself off again around 10 parts per million. The actual number is not critical. If it's eight or 15, it really doesn't matter so much. All that matters is that it's clear and that light won't bother it. And then you have nanoparticle ionic colloidal silver. And uh, in terms of strength, again, I keep mentioning this 10 part per million. People say, well, isn't 20 part or 30 part per million better because it's stronger? And the answer is no, because as you make it stronger, the particle size increases, you'll see more color, uh, and again, you don't want large particles. So instead of making it stronger, you just take more 10 part per million colloidal silver. And, and as I was saying before, when you need it, there's no problem with drinking eight ounces of it uh, or 16 ounces or whatever you need to get the job done. You should never be afraid to take a lot of colloidal silver on an as-needed basis. Again, I'm not recommending that everybody drink a quart of colloidal silver a day, but when you need it, you take as much as you want. It's not going to hurt you, again, when you make it properly. And then, insert the footage yes. above about the ability to soak your arm, your foot, spray it on your table, yeah. like I just had grandkids visiting. Not because I think they're yeah. little pathogen-carrying Velcro sticky things for bacteria, which they're supposed to have. But after they left, yeah. I put colloidal silver in a spray bottle and just sprayed it around. Because, yeah, absolutely. you know, it did no harm. The surface is wet for a few minutes and then it dries. It's amazing to make your own. It's, it really is liberating. If you've, For yeah. people who have used, um, I talked with somebody who years ago had saved some puppies that had uh, parvo using colloidal silver. And she was talking yeah. about how expensive it was. And I was just thinking, boy, yeah. if you were making your own, you'd be just splashing it around. Yeah, and I'm, glad you, I'm glad you mentioned pets. Uh, absolutely. You would want to put it in your pet's uh, water. Um, I do this with my cat whenever, uh, you know, I always put a little colloidal silver in his water. And then if I see his eyes getting gooky, I'll, I'll hold him down and he doesn't like it, but I'll spray colloidal silver in his eyes and it clears it right out. And, and we have uh, people with, um, who, who raise chickens and sell eggs and things like this. And they use it with their, all, their chickens all the time and with other animals it's used. So it's very effective and it, it can be used for purifying water. If you had water that you're not sure about, you can put colloidal silver in it and it'll, it'll purify the water. Uh, a lot of, there, there are a number of water filters out there that actually use silver uh, in the, impregnate uh, the filter with silver to uh, kill any bacteria. So yeah, it's, it's just tremendous number of uses for, for silver. But I've heard people talk about other kind of colloids such as gold. Mm -hmm. What can you yes. talk about? What can you tell us about that? And can we make that? Sure. Well, it, 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 yeah, it's tricky. Uh, okay. First of all, the, the benefits. Yeah. So colloidal gold um, is is very useful. Um, it, it, colloidal gold is uh, helpful for pain. 
it actually elevates mood, so it's an antidepressant. Um, I, there's meta, the, there's a medical use where they'll actually inject uh, various types of gold into um, arthritic joints and things. Uh, so yeah, colloidal uh, gold is is useful. Colloidal copper is also good. The problem with these other metals is that it's it's a little bit trickier to make it. For one thing, uh, colloidal copper, although you could make colloidal copper with our generators or even just, again, you know, 9-volt battery, you can make colloidal copper. You really can't measure it with um, TDS or continuity meters. Uh, copper doesn't. Uh, respond in the same way to these meters. So it's very difficult to know what strength you have. And with copper, you have to be very careful. There's kind of a window there where copper is effective, and then more than that can actually be toxic. So copper is one of those things that you're probably better off getting, um, either buying a, a pre-made colloidal copper and figuring out how much to use there, uh, somebody has actually gone to the trouble of actually figuring out a way to calculate it. There, there are ways to do that. Um, and gold also is is difficult to make and uh, measure. Uh, there are people who say that you can make colloidal gold with a low voltage method, but um, as far as I know, most colloidal gold that you can buy is made with a high voltage method, sort of an arcing process. But yeah, colloidal gold is terrific stuff. It's, it's, it's expensive, but um, it, it, colloidal gold is great. Um, you can actually feel it. You take an ounce of colloidal gold and you can feel a difference in, in kind of your mood and your way you're thinking and everything. So uh, it's good stuff. And, and colloidal copper also. There are other colloids also. There's, uh, there's iridium, there's platinum, a whole discussion about the role of metals in human health and well-being and the question of soil depletion that, uh, you know, at one time we were getting a lot of this stuff in our food, but now with the soils being how they are, we're not getting that. So that's, that's a whole other can of worms. Do you know of anybody making a, a blend where they make, let's say, gold and copper and platinum or you know, other minerals and then actually, so they make them correctly so that, and can measure them. And then they take that, those and make them into a blend. So we could be taking those as daily drops. Yeah, there there are it's some tricky. blends now. You can, okay. yeah, it's tricky. You can't blend all these things. Some things, some metals blend, others don't. So, uh, and I mean that even gets into a question. Well, should you wait between drinking them? Uh, it's it's a can of worms. And <laughs> part of the Part of the problem with all of these topics and these questions is there's really not enough good research to answer the question. So, you know, how does silver work? How much should you take? When should you take it? The empty stomach. It, it, there's no really good scientific answers to a lot of this stuff. There's, you know, there's more of it coming out. 
And until recently, for instance, until the Rice University study, it really wasn't known whether or not you needed a charged particle of silver, these ions, or whether uncharged particles would work. Nobody really knew this, but then they did the research and they showed uh, how it works, again, outside of the body. But then what actually happens in the body, you know? So it, it, really, you just have to kind of experiment and try these things. The good news is that, again, when it's properly made, there, there's no harm in using this stuff. Nobody's ever shown any real problem with this. And again, the Argyria blue skin thing is, is really a non-starter because it's it's not something that happens and it, it, it doesn't happen when you use properly made colloidal silver. But again, a lot of this stuff is just see what happens, try it out and see what happens. But again, the, as you were saying, making your own allows you to make enough that you can actually use it. So where some people say, well, I tried colloidal silver and it didn't work. And you say, well, how much did you take? Well, I took a teaspoon. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's not. You're right. It doesn't work if you take a teaspoon, you know. <laughs> It, it might help, and, and there are people can tell you, yeah, I, I have taken a teaspoon and it didn't work. But again, for instance, um, in a number of years ago, I went out to eat, and, and then an hour or two later, I began to feel nauseous. And um, I, I knew something was going on, it was getting worse. And again, fortunately, I had you know, a bunch of colloidal silver, so I started sipping. Um, and I think uh, over about a half an hour, I probably you know, took about eight or 10 ounces of colloidal silver and it totally cleared up and I felt fine. I didn't puke and I hate to puke. So, um, so that's the idea. Again, when you need it, if you have enough of it and you're not concerned that you're drinking $20 worth of it because you bought it at, at the store and, and paid a fortune for it, when you've made your own, Number one, you know exactly what it is. There's no question about it, what, it, what it is. You can always use the tester to check and make sure that it's still good and still effective. But when you're making your own, you can take a lot of it and, and really get the benefits out of it. I, I have a number of friends who have bought uh, retail colloidal silver and they say, you know, yeah, I bought a pint last year and it hasn't done anything yet. And I'm like thinking, I've drank more than a pint in a morning uh, when needed. Yeah. So it's just, as you said, yeah. a teaspoon. Yeah. yeah, I took two teaspoons and it didn't do it because it's so expensive. It's liberating. It's truly like, you know, dogs bounding in the field in the commercials. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. just, it's amazing once you have it on hand and can use it liberally how easy it is. There's sometimes when I'll go in and just spray it in the bathroom just because, like when my grandkids were there. Yeah. Spray it around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, another instance of this, um, trying this when, whenever. A number of years ago, I had a shingles outbreak uh, on my uh, upper thigh and uh, didn't realize really what it was, but it was getting more and more painful and Basically, I couldn't even wear pants. It was too painful and started getting pustules and everything. And then uh, when I realized that this was shingles, uh, number one, I started drinking uh, more colloidal silver. You know, I would drink, you know, four ounces or so several times a day. And I started spraying colloidal silver on the area 
and uh, you know, very quickly it started working. The the pain got less, but then I had this inspiration about trying to actually attack the uh, organisms in uh, in my spine. Uh, because the idea with um, shingles and a number of other these, these things are, are that these uh, the virus is hiding out dormant in your spine, chicken pox, measles, mumps. I can't can never remember. I guess it's chicken pox, and then it 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 stays dormant, and then in stress or various conditions, it sort of wakes up and then travels through these nerves out to the uh, appropriate place where these nerves end up. What I did was I took DMSO, another thing that people should really learn about. I took DMSO and I made a mixture of DMSO and colloidal silver and a little oregano oil. And I uh, put that on my spine at the area that I figured out this stuff was affecting my thigh, and again, with with all those those things, you know, the drinking, the colloidal silver, the spraying it on, and the DMSO trick, uh, within a couple of days, it was all gone. And as far as I know, that's pretty remarkable with shingles because shingles tends to hang on. That is amazing because I've known a number of people with shingles, and they end up on medications and applying cortisone, yeah. you know, blah blah yeah. blah, and it's yeah. like never. It's not only is it only prophylactic because they just end up continuing to smear until eventually it just yeah. clears up. And it's yeah. unbelievably painful for, is my understanding. Yeah. Once it really gets set. Yeah. So that's yeah, that's the, amazing. The, the cloidal, yeah. Cloidal silver made it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. Um, I'm surprised yep. to find we're at that time when I have to ask you, where can people get more information about your generators? And also you have quite a yeah. good library of articles on, colloidal silver and yeah. its uses. Yeah. So our website is elixa, E-L-I-X-A, elixa.com. And you can go there and you'll see what we've got. We've got um, the search engine. You can find all kinds of stuff. We've got a lot of colloidal silver research links. And then we've got We've got other products besides. We've got light therapy devices. We've got pulsed electromagnetic frequency uh, generators. We've got um, infrasound Qigong machines. We've got a whole lot of things that people can use to promote their wellness. We've also got a whole line of what we call mind machines that uh, are for stress reduction, uh, self-hypnosis, neurotransmitter balancing, electrical stimulation. Focusing on the colloidal silver, we have two versions of the generator. We have the basic unit, which we call the Sylvonic Pro, uh, which will do uh, 16 ounces, make 16 ounces at a time. It usually takes around three hours to make a batch of this. And then we also have a, a larger version that'll do a half gallon at a time called the Sylvonic Turbo. And again, they're completely automatic. They're, they're just idiot proof. You really can't make a bad batch uh, with a lot of generators. If you don't watch them, they'll, they'll get too strong and you'll ruin a batch. You cannot ruin a batch with this device. You can, you can make it stronger, although it's set to, to shut off again at this around 10 parts per million. There's an override button on them that if you wanted to make it stronger for external use or for whatever, whatever you can make it 30, 40 parts per million if you like. And we have a, also have a lifetime warranty 
on the device itself. So if it ever doesn't work, uh, we will replace it at no charge. Uh, it comes with a, a set of silver rods, pro version, comes with a pair of rods that'll make 100 gallons. One pair of these pure wow. silver rods will make 100 gallons. Nobody, no family is ever going to go through 100 gallons of colloidal silver. So really, there's no need to buy extra silver. I get people buying them and then wanting extra silver, and I, I try to dissuade them because silver is expensive. So again, this this thing, it'll last forever. The reason we can offer a lifetime warranty on it is that they don't break. They're properly made, and as long as you don't do anything stupid with them, they'll They'll keep working and they'll last forever. They'll work. We give a power supply with it so you can plug it in the wall. And we also provide a cable so you could use it with batteries or uh, in a car or whatever you want. It's very small and portable. We have good customer service. Uh, we have uh, YouTube videos on how to use it. We give good instructions. And worst case scenario, people can call me up and I'll talk their ear off. <laughs> exactly that was great that was uh just what i was looking for about colloidal silver because i just think it's a sleeper and particularly the nebulizer with everything that's going on in our air nebulize every day maybe even a couple times yeah it's amazing yeah Nothing yeah we we have a and we have a low-cost nebulizer. We've also got some package deals that if you buy the generator with the nebulizer, uh, you save some money. We've got ozone generators, which you're very familiar with, the use of ozone. Uh, we've got a number of things. We've also got uh, a zapper, which is an electrical stimulator that also kills uh, parasites and things. So uh, I encourage people to visit Elixir. Dot com. It's a, we've tried to make it extremely educational. Obviously, we want to sell products, but we really want to educate you, and we want to, you to be able to find solutions that don't cost you an arm and a leg, that really work, and that we believe in. There you go. Uh, it is a great resource for reading. I really want people to know that it is, there's a pill, has a lot of information there that you can just go read. It's not just all buy now, buy here, go, you know, it's really, yeah. there is that, yeah. but there's yeah. a lot of information, a lot of great information about colloidal silver and all the other technologies, yeah. but there's a, there's a yep. real pile of great information about colloidal silver as a reference. So I highly recommend yep. it. Well, that was great, yep. Phil. Thank you so much. Thanks, everybody. Have a great rest of the weekend, and we'll see you next week. Okay, bye-bye.